The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host, guest, random reptoid, or chupacabra may not necessarily reflect those of AM950 Radio, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Now, it's time to step into the unknown. There are things people experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in the corner, flickering of the lights, a disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us, share your story, share your experience, because this isn't just your story, this is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. And this is Ghost Box Radio and AM 950, where every night we talk about the paranormal, ufology, Bigfoot, and so much more. My name is Greg Bakken. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope that uh, you were able to get out and, and enjoy the weather. Well, I mean, the weather being mild, of course, but boy, what a, what a lot of fog we got, huh? I mean, as I said last week, I, this is kind of my weather. You know, I'm creepy. Uh, fog is kind of, fog isn't creepy. It's more mysterious, isn't it? And uh, I just really enjoy that sort of weather. And for people who know me know that I'm a bit of what we call an Anglophile, meaning that I'm all about uh, Britain and stuff. So once again, that weather is very suitable for what I, for what I really like. But all the same, it uh, today, if you're in the Twin Cities area, we saw this kind of orangey ball in the sky. And uh, it, 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 it emanated heat. And uh, the, the around it was like this blue sort of color. And yes, folks, we call that the sky. We call that the sky. We call that the sun. Uh, it was really uh, pretty incredible, actually, that uh, we uh, had, uh, had that uh, tonight. And I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, so I've, I'm, uh, I, I enjoy the, the, uh, the fogness, but it's nice to be able to get some of that... Uh, some of that sun on us. And so I was here earlier in the day. I sometimes work during the day here as well. And there was, I I left probably around six and you could see some of the sun in, in the, in like in the sky still. I mean, obviously not sunny, but uh, you know, it it wasn't completely dark. I mean, the worms turning folks, we're, we're getting away from winter. I mean, and I'm sure we'll still get some wintry sort of weather or whatever, you know, whatever, but we're, we're, we are getting closer to spring, which is kind of exciting as well. Now, I am uh, starting, I think I'm starting a new hashtag uh, today, and it's called hashtag Jess Greg. And what that means is that these are, the, these are the special episodes of Ghost Box Radio where I, I don't have a guest. It's just going to be me, and I'm going to pick a subject. I'm going to talk about it. Sometimes uh, getting guests, uh, the timing doesn't align or sometimes there's miscommunication and the people we're going to have on just by chance it's not going to work out and when you're doing this nightly like like I am you just got to roll with it you know it's not a it's not a big deal you find something to talk about and uh, we talk about it because I know I'm not alone I have a bunch of you out there who like this kind of stuff too and so I, I decided when I'm doing these I'm just going to call them just Greg Hashtag Just Greg, and you'll see it in the title. If you're if you're looking at it uh, through the podcast, you're gonna see that's what's called Just Greg Night Aliens, uh, and uh, that's that's 
the way to know if if you don't like my voice, that's the one that you could, those are the ones you can avoid. Otherwise, if you do like uh, when I'm kind of on my own, then those are the ones that you may want to listen to. I don't know. So I, I was thinking to myself, I said, self, if uh, we're going to do a uh, Just Greg episode, <clears throat> then what, what should we talk about tonight? And uh, the thing that I really want to talk about, and I always want to talk about, are aliens. And I was thinking about it, and I put a question out on the Facebook pages, and I'm going to read some responses probably in the second segment. Uh, but, you know, this is where, for those of you who may not be as into this as uh, some of us are, this may be a leap of faith tonight. This may be something where you might be like, you know, it's Fonzie jumping the shark, but it truly isn't. And uh, I think what people may romantically think about some of the stuff that we talk about on this show, as in, you know, oh, the idea of ghosts, that's, that's kind of noble. Oh, the idea of, uh, 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 the, the idea of having, you know, a Bigfoot, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Or, or aliens. And we talk about it, and we talk about people's experiences, but some of the stuff I got tonight you might think is weird, okay? And I, this is not disparaging of anybody who is, uh, who is uh, giving this information. This is more, this might affect some of you, your comfort levels in, in uh, what we talk about here. Because the, the fact of the matter is, we're talking about aliens tonight. Amongst it, we talk about alien abduction. And if you don't believe that such things happen, that is fine. You don't need to believe what we believe. But when I'm having people who tell me about how uh, much it affected their lives and how much uh, that no matter what age they are, <clears throat> from being young to now to being older, that they still are waking up on a ship and they're forced to do things because they're, they're basically being slaved into help populate, um, populate the earth, you know, hybrids. And once again, you might be like, well, that's, that's, that's something that's a, that's a hard one to take. And that is your prerogative. And I don't know how many of how many people who do shows like this who actually will put out there and be like, I'm not talking about this as a what-if scenario. I believe this happens. And I believe the people and my friends who've experienced this, I've had them tell me the same story multiple times, and they have never, ever changed a word. And they're not actors. They're not people who, who uh, memorize pages of dialogue because they want to keep a story straight. This is ingrained in their minds. I just had an, a conversation with a friend of mine on Saturday, uh, a week ago Saturday, actually. We've, we talked about the same story many times, the experience. And I looked at him and I said, do you think you're the, f because he had dreams about kids, like hybrid kids. And it's like, are you these kids in the dreams, do you think they're your kids? I mean, I, for some reason, we never talked about it before. 
And he's just like, I think it's very possible. And that's something that uh, you could you could brush that off. But when you're having dreams like that often, and in, in my friend's case, being told, you will see us again. It, it's 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 something you, you should pay attention to. And for those of you who have not experienced it in any way, I don't think you're missing out. And I say that as, you know, I don't think you should be like, oh, you know, I don't, I didn't get the opportunity to, uh, you know, to see an alien or see, you don't, I wouldn't be too, I wouldn't be too much in a hurry to do that, okay? Uh, you know, the, the old adage is, careful for what you wish for, you just might get it. And, uh, you know, I've told this story before, and I think I'm going to tell it again because I think it's timely. And I do uh, spirit box sessions, you know, the little radio that scans the frequency, and I believe that spirits can talk to us. But I also believe that you can use it really for anything because I think the way that you contact spirit is actually no different than how you might want to contact like a, 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 a Sasquatch or an alien. <clears throat> and once again, I understand that this is not something that uh, most people are going to be able to, to really get their head around. And I don't mean that as looking down on you. I just mean that these are new concepts. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all, you know, for a lot of us, it's just distanced, right? It's like, oh, I've heard about something like that. But when, when people start talking very candidly about it, it does become a different sort of thing. And so uh, doing a spirit box session one night, it, my whole purpose was to reach out to aliens. And it was, I've done it before, and I'd be like, can an alien come through, please? You know, that sort of thing. And uh, this time... It was very much more forceful on how uh, on how I approached it because I, I really wanted to get some kind of alien interaction, and so I was I was more determined and very pointed, and uh, started to ask more questions and more like you need to answer me, you need to answer me, you I need to understand what you're saying, you need to tell me where you are, are you around here, are you you know all this stuff. And um, the, the problem is, is I'm in my house, first of all. I'm doing this on a Facebook Live, so people are watching me. They're getting affected. The people who are watching are getting affected. I start, my head starts to hurt. Their head starts to hurt. Now, you might be like, well, that's psychosomatic. In some cases, it might be. But there are people who I trust who are having some very difficult times. And so I, I speed up the, the spirit box because the SB7, you can have different uh, rates of, of speed. And uh, I speed it, to, I go to the fastest. And then it speeds up more, which is impossible. And it keep, I mean, people can hear it. We know what these things sound like. And for those who don't know, it's, a, it's, a, it's white noise, basically. And it's a kind of a stutter, kind of sort of thing. This is going very fast. And then what I will never forget is the voice that came through. And it says, while I'm on Facebook Live, 
to me, it says, we are coming. And I said, are you being coming to earth or coming for me? And I asked that because I know I was asking some very pointed questions. And the response, and I got a response, it said, for you. And I'll never forget that. Everything changed in the house at that moment. Everything changed in the house at that moment. You know, a good, a good idea of, of a, like, if something's not going right is, is your pet's. My cat, Linus, he's always around me when I do these. He took off. Um, it just felt like there's, there's entities in the room, and we're going to get to that a little bit. And uh, things just start, and my head started to pound. I started to get people in the comments saying they're, they're hurting. They're, they're not feeling well. They're going to leave. They're going to they're, they're gonna call it a night. <clears throat> and uh, that was, uh, was kind of scary. So it's like, okay, we come to an end here. I swear there's something in the corner. Have you ever seen the film Signs with Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix? Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen that cloaking? I have in my house. Now, when uh, that's done... Uh, I'm, I'm messaging two people at once. Uh, Denise Pack, you might know her husband, Ernie, who's been on the show multiple times, and my friend Brad Webb, who uh, has done Crack Skull Paranormal, makes paranormal equipment. They're both texting me, like, are you, number one, am I okay? Uh, Brad's like, I'm not doing so great over here. Denise is just, like, checking on, on me. And then my phone just dies. I can't restart it. I can't do anything with it. It is dead. It's done. I don't know what happened to it. I cannot restart it. Ultimately, I need a new phone from that night. So I go to bed, and not to, not to quote Adam here, uh, with the lights on, well, I had a TV on, I uh, all night just felt, once again, there's stuff around my cat not seen. He was not around whatsoever. And uh, wake up, do my stuff. You know, I'm, I'm talking with some people online, and I'm, I'm just looking down. I'm working on my computer, and all of a sudden, I get a massive nosebleed, and blood just comes gushing out of uh, one nostril. And uh, that was the next day, the day after I did the session. From then until now, I have, n it's only now that I'm feeling close to how I was before. I had uh, a very serious bout of COVID that nearly cost me my life. I believe that's, I, I won't get into all of it, um, not tonight at least. There's a lot of things at play. Last year wasn't great. Um, but it was uh, very, uh, very scary. And sometimes I, I, I think they're still with me. You know, I don't know what else to say. So, you know, I always say that when people are like, oh, I'd love that. Because I was there too. Now, there's stuff I do want to do. I want to try. And we'll talk about that maybe a little later if we get time to do so. I've mentioned it before. But it is... 
very, uh, it's very serious and something I will never forget. And I can have people who are listening right now. I'm like, that's BS. That's garbage. You know, you just had a nosebleed. You're, you had a headache. You're, you're letting things get to you. Fair enough. That is your, that is your take. All I can tell you is what happened to me. And all I can tell you is that that was what I uh, experienced. That is not up for me for you to believe. It is up for me to deal with what happened next. Why don't we go ahead? Let's do this. Let's take our first break. When we come back, let's hear from what some of you had to say. Also put into the comments your uh your any sort of alien stuff that you want to share with me. I can't take calls tonight, but I can listen to the comments. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM950. Welcome back to Ghost Box Radio. My name is Greg Bakken. Uh, just just me tonight, and uh, we are talking about aliens. We're talking about UFOs. We're probably talking about subjects that uh, some of you may find a little bit hard to listen to because, first of all, it might sound preposterous to you. I'm aware of that. Also, it might sound a little bit uh, kind of crazy, um, but I assure you that, uh, you know, I— I'm coming to you from a place of truth and with my experiences and the people I talk to about it, I, I fully believe. So a couple things here. We're going to go to the chat here real fast. Uh, Julianne says that, uh, nope, they messed with humans on many different levels. I think that's very true. And I think that uh, there's a lot of tests that they give us, uh, whether, you know, especially in the abduction stage. And, uh, you know, I think, I, I think, in my opinion, we can't say all of them, all visitors to, to this planet do that. I think just like there's different levels of humans, there are different levels of aliens. And we know there's different types of aliens, but in terms of whether or not uh, they all, you know, every alien to us that comes to this planet that they're all here to do the same thing, I think that's absolutely not true. So to your point, Julianne, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Robin had a couple things she, she wanted to say. Uh, let's see here. Uh, are aliens also part of our collective consciousness? And I, I think I think so. If, if, if Robin, if what you're saying is like uh, kind of, uh, kind of uh, uh, you know, uh, kind of deep in our memories, right, that we are – that maybe in some ways that our development is uh, part of what uh, what they have decided. Maybe they had a hand in our evolution. I I, I don't see how we could throw that out. You know, um, now if you watch Ancient Aliens, every single thing that's ever been done on Earth can be attributed to aliens. I'm not saying that personally, but what I am saying is that I think that there is more to it than than we think. Um, you know, I just, I, it's, it, someday I think we'll have to find out. Um, uh, we are all connected as physical being animators, uh, Robin also says, and I would I would agree with that as well. Uh, and that's the thing. And, you know, one of the things that people might say at this point, because I was thinking about this during break, is like, you know, all right, Hotshot, you had all this stuff happen at your house. How did they get here? Did they land, the, did they land their saucer 
in your backyard and you didn't know it and no one else saw it. You know, I mean, this is the, this is what I think, first of all. I think anyone who thinks about traveling across space as a traditional way that we travel across this, the the country in like an airplane, in a ship of some kind, I think you are off base. I don't doubt that there's still a ship, but um, that you got to start thinking in terms of stuff like wormholes, uh, that there are that there are things that allow you to go from one side of a place to another in expedited way that you can get to your destination much faster. And uh, the, I think that this is what we've been looking at. So it's not necessarily it needs to be a spacecraft <clears throat> like like how we would travel to Mars. It would take, what, eight years or something like that. No, we're looking at something that is kind of the, the gap, bridging the gap between one solar system to the next. And that, that's, you know, harnessing something else. So, you know, I've talked about this before, about how uh, my friend John and I were in his backyard. Uh, it was a clear night, and he's out in Wisconsin. It was a very clear night. And we just sat and we watched. And uh, Vicky says, portals, absolutely. Yeah, actually, I think that's more of what I meant to say than wormholes. Thank you. And uh, we watched, and it's just a circle in the sky. Not huge. I mean, it was way up there. But it looked like that, like, stuff was being kind of sucked in around the circle. Like, it was, like, kind of, uh, you know, kind of bleeding in a little bit. But a ship would come out. It would, it would fly out, drop, and go on its way, and it'd be one right after the other, just coming through, nothing on the other side, but coming through the circle and just going through, drop, going through, drop, going through, drop. We counted over 70 of them. 70 of them. What the hell is that? I don't want to see Starlink in the comments because it's not. Starlink is something very different. It looks like that looks like a like a a trail of uh, of uh, like Christmas lights or something. You know, this was something very different. And honestly, it almost looked like are we being invaded? I mean, I'm not trying to start a panic here because we're not. This was a year or two ago, but it's 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 serious. It was something very very serious and. Uh, uh, I, I think that that's something that, you know, you have to, uh, you know, kind of keep in mind uh, about it. And, and you know, that's the thing. you got to go somewhere where the skies are clear to be able to see things. And uh, Starlink is very, uh, is very obvious what Starlink looks like. This was not it. And uh, I don't know what it was. Is also interesting too in that area, um, is is that they um, in in where John lived, there was a report of a UFO sighting the night before, and uh, him and his wife Chris were talking about it, and it sounded very interesting. And then that night we saw that that thing. The next uh, the next morning. 
Chris wanted to show me that report. She went looking for it, and she couldn't find it anywhere. She couldn't find it anywhere. It had been removed. Now, if it was John looking for it, it'd just be like, well, you don't know what you're doing because he doesn't know technology worth you know what. But, uh, you know, Chris has it together, and uh, she couldn't find it. I don't know. You know, I'm not saying conspiracy. It could just very well be that someone's like, oh, I was mistaken with what it was. But the way that those two talked about it, that this was something more and clo- and closer than what we saw. We What we saw was way up in the sky. This was something close to the ground. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go to the comments here. Julianne says, I'd been under attack of dark magic for many years. These people hacked my phone and computers. These people took me down on so many levels. I didn't know exactly who was doing this. I was desperate and was almost homeless and had to go live with a friend or who I thought was a friend. I realized it was a friend and that it was this friend and other people that did this. Oh, goodness. I was scared because I believed that these people were going to really hurt me or worse. I pulled out my my tuning fork, for, excuse me, my tuning forks, and used them, and Reiki. Um, I had some portal open, and while being appeared in this portal and communicated that they were, I think this is something different. I'm sorry because I don't think all of your uh, comment got in here, Julianne. Uh, just, just to comment on that part first, uh, the dark arts thing is very interesting to me, uh, only because um, I don't say this very often. Um, okay, so Julie said that she, she saw a spaceship that night after using the tuning forks. I'm going to read her next bit here in a second. But the thing, the thing is about the dark arts is that my experience last year also include the dark arts. And I had to specifically go to somebody who worked in dark arts to get it removed. And it worked. But I had to, I had to, and, and Shar helped me find this person named Nancy. And uh, it worked. But, and, and, and immediately it worked. But what is the correlation that's the question, right? Uh, let's see here. Julie goes on to say, because she had saw, so using the tuning fork, she saw a spaceship. I had some sort of portal open, and while being, well, and white beings, excuse me, appeared in this portal and communicated that they were there to help me. They also communicated that I needed to find a physical way to move from there. Once I got out, I had three white beings come to me and around this sometime I felt that I was put into some sort of energetic bubble to protect me. I asked my trusted psychic person and they said that these beings were upgrading my DNA and providing me with information for the future. You all remember when we had Angela Boley on, the psychic, uh, uh, the, the psychic portrait artist? And what was it? She was three or five years old and she died. And she was what she thought was being brought up to heaven. And I'm not saying, I'm not putting words in her mouth. 
because this is this just made me think of it that she was basically being rebuilt to be able to handle uh, illnesses and stuff. I mean, it sounds very familiar. Let's see. Uh, so I'm just okay. Uh, frenemies suck. <laughs> they do. They really do. Uh, so that's very interesting. That's really super interesting. Uh, with that, why don't, let's see, time, we're good on time. Why don't I go over to Facebook, read some of the comments. Um, and, the, you know, the question was simply this tonight. Have you ever had direct contact with aliens? Uh, and so we got a couple responses. Some of these, once again, I think some of these are going to be hard for people who are not familiar with this conversation. It might be a hard one to listen to because you're going to say this is really out there. Um, but it's not, okay? Robin says, uh, yes, they come through sometimes when I'm doing a session. And I asked her what kind of session, and she said spirit box. That's how I got it, okay? A friend of mine, Zan. Now, Zan, this is going to be maybe the, the most uh, difficult one to understand tonight. I have known Zan for years, and she, she is not lying in this, Okay. So Zan says, yes, you know, I've been abducted three times and had experience with a gray. I was in the tub calling up Sasquatch to come uh, while meditating in the tub in lavender and bath salts, relaxing, getting in the zone. When all of a sudden I opened my eyes and saw many gray orbs floating out, up out of the tub. I knew Sasquatch was here with me. Soon after, I was overheating, got out of the tub, and as soon as I got out of the tub, I saw just under five-foot gray looking at me in the corner of my bathroom. He looked scared, and I said to him telepathically, it's okay, little one, it's okay, I won't hurt you, and he disappeared. I was mind-blown, okay? Now, like I said, that's not something that people are going to listen to and be like, oh, wow, that's something that... Uh, that is, you know, we're, we're bringing in a lot of different aspects here, aren't we? But as I said earlier, I do not believe that there is a difference in communicating with spirit, with trying to communicate with uh, aliens, with trying to communicate with Sasquatch. I have used the same, after being around other people, I've used the same uh, way of communication for all three uh, categories there because there's so much more within there and uh, that is uh, it, it's the same for everything now some people are like well no Sasquatch is this uh, animal this creature they are not animals they are not animals folks I believe they're interdimensional beings okay there is there is a um What's the word I'm looking for? There is a kind of a tone within the forest. And uh, from there, uh, it, it's all about keeping the peace. There's, there's like this frequency, and they are part of it. Um, you know, once again, you see it for the first time, and then you uh, you understand. I, I'm a firm believer in that. See how many people are still listening to this show. Uh, let's see, moving on. Bishop Rake. 
who we've had on the program before, Exorcist. This is something that you should keep to heart when people are like, oh, you know, I don't think that's really that bad. I think people don't know what they're talking about. I think that, uh, uh, you know, it's not real. This is from Bishop Rake. Alien-infested childhood that still terrifies me. Scars, disappearances while with friends, missing time and all. I repress as much as I can. All right. So what am I saying there? What I'm saying is that this, I mean, there's people who are like, I remember, I remember what happened, whatever. And then there's someone, I, I have known her for years, years upon years. I never do that. Uh, Diana, who I saw on here actually in the chat, uh, asking if she had a face-to-face -face with aliens. She says, not that I know of, like in the movies where they're uh, walking among us, which I do believe that's the case as well, but did see a UFO in Wayland, Michigan, laying on a picnic table on August 13th uh, to watch the, the Persides shooting stars on my dad's property 37 years ago. I later researched to see if there were any sightings, and there had been, I just now looked, and in 2011, there was a sighting. You got to wonder if there's some sort of, um, you know, area there that uh, they're, they're being seen more. I mean, it's just kind of like the whole idea of the Hudson Triangle. If, you, if you're not seeing that, go check out the documentary. I think it's the Shock Doc or something on Discovery. Very, very interesting. Now, of course, I go over to AM 950, uh, my station, where I have the question posted as well. And uh, let me pull it up here real fast. Uh, you know, and last couple times I posted these kind of questions, I've been getting answers from people who are, uh, I'm not sure, some of them are not very, very uh, pleasant about it. Uh, someone wrote, someone posted a, a meme and he writes, uh, Mark writes, posting for a friend, and it says, with a picture of an alien, Fry, you don't deserve this planet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's keep this conversation going. But first off, I do need to go ahead and uh, take a break here. And when we come back, uh, we'll continue this conversation about aliens. Anything that you want to talk about, put into the comments. I have plenty more to talk about. It is a fascinating subject, Lynette. And there's a lot more to talk about. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And join me tomorrow on Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. We are going to have on tomorrow uh, Lynn Monet. Uh, we are going to be talking with her. Uh, she's author. I've had her on before talking about her book, Omnipresent. There's three books, okay? And Omnipresent is about a very, uh, very tra uh, traumatizing thing that happened to her and her family paranormally at her house. And she's written a number of books about her situation. And I thought, you know, uh, Lynn, we had you on before, back when I was doing the show weekly. Let's get you back on again. But why don't we tackle each book separately? over a course of three episodes. And they are not back-to-back -back episodes. The first one is tomorrow. 
Uh, little does she know, unless she's listening, I'm going to have to reschedule a couple of them. But we're going to get through each book one episode at a time. They are good books. Um, I'm going to actually read when I get home tonight, read a little bit more of it. But, uh, you know, we love to read this stuff to be scared. But don't forget, folks, as we're talking about all night here, it could happen to you. So just remember that, okay? It can happen to you uh, and when you least expect it. Uh, then Wednesday, it's probably going to be me just again because the person I wanted to bring on has not responded. But I want to talk about a very special area of Minneapolis, which was the birthplace of Minneapolis, St. Anthony, Maine, because that place is legit, okay? And I want to share some stuff, maybe some spirit box recordings. Uh, there's a guy who was just talking about on a Facebook forum. He used to be a uh, night watchman at uh, one of the mills because uh, that's kind of what the area is and was over in St. Anthony, Maine for General Mills. And he's like, the stuff I saw there, oh, my gosh. So I'd love to get him on, but he hasn't responded. And he's probably like, why is this weirdo, like, keep messaging me? I don't want to be on your show. So we'll see. And if he if he responds after the fact, we'll get him on at some other time. So, I mean, that's that's all that matters. It's, it's really good. You know, something else I was thinking about when I was uh, doing my break here. How many people have had... Alien interactions, and I mean even possibly abductions, and they have no idea. You know, not everyone's going to wake up. Not everyone is going to be purposely woken up. It's just very interesting. Um, and, and actually, Julianne just posted the same thing. It may have happened to people, and they just don't know because they don't remember. Or perhaps their memories were wiped. I mean, I, I just, for some reason tonight, I keep feeling like there's some person when I say stuff like that, he's like, oh, that's ridiculous. I don't think so. Can I prove it? Only by the stories of, of the people who I trust telling them. And uh, that's really, that's really about it. So, uh, and, and that's, you know, something that I have talked about before, and this is what I wanted to get to when I talked about it earlier. I want to try to reach out to them again. Not at my house. I want to go into a field with other people. And we want to do what's called a CE5 experiment, okay? Now, you all know what a CE3 is, okay? Think about it. Close encounters of the third kind. But so a CE5 is close encounters of a fifth kind. Close encounters of the first, third kind is, is getting uh, some sort of interaction with them. Fifth kind is we're calling them to us. We are, we are, we're leering them to us. And that's exactly what I want to do. And so I believe, and I have a book on it too, uh, but I believe what would work is, uh, I have a tone generator. It's about the matter of finding the right tone and setting the tone and setting the intention and doing the CE5 experiment. Do you all remember Cheryl Lynn Carter? We've had on the program a couple times. Um, and uh, those, uh, she had done it. Uh, she's an author. Uh, she had done it, and she had talked about some of the success that she's had doing it just the way that we talked about. Uh, one of the ways that it doesn't work 
is by having a lot of attention drawn to it. You cannot have, um, you cannot have, like cameras there. You cannot. There, it's just not going to work. They're not going to show up. But if you have a few people, and and I think the key is to have, not just one person. First of all, for safety reasons. Secondly, it it becomes a little bit more. Uh, it becomes less of a. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't believe a sort of situation if you get more people there and stuff. And last year I wanted to do it, and I was too ill to do it. This year I want to do it. I have a few people that I'd like to include to bring out there and do it. You know, part of me is like, I'd love to do it for the radio show one night, but I just got done saying that that probably won't work all that well. So you got that going for us. So we, we got to figure that out and do it. That my story with them is not done yet. So I, I really feel like that there is a lot more to be uh, said and tried. Uh, Julianne says, I've been doing a personal investigation of my childhood, and I've unearthed that I had my memory messed with so that I would forget what happened. I am missing chunks of memories that span three to eight years old. I am finding out that I'm, I was used in the MK Ultra and Stargate programs for two years of that time. I've had other people who've uh, told me the same about themselves. Um, there's uh, some who have um, come up to me, um, had told me that they uh, have been on bases on Mars from the 80s when they had done work for the government. It's tough to uh, to believe sometimes. I'm not going to lie. But why would they lie? They're not writing books. They're not going and trying to be on TV shows or, from, or for, for the sake of my show even. But they, they have a story that they want to tell. And uh, some of them had been because they had been part of the program, U.S. military, of doing the remote viewing into other countries, into other situations. Now, if you're thinking everything that we've said so far is made up, BS, fantastic, fantastical, it is proven that the U.S. government had a program where they had they have mediums who remote view into other countries, other people's houses, for national security sake. Um, and uh, uh, that is something that uh, uh, has been going on for a very long time. And remember, folks, even President Lincoln was using mediums uh, to help him decide what to do in the Civil War. A lot of people think that he was not for that, that it was only Mary Todd Lincoln. That is not true. President Lincoln had his own female medium that he would deter to on some very important issues and questions and strategies that he would consult her and get responses. There's a book by Troy Taylor that details all that out. Go check it out. Okay. 
And, you know, I just feel like that. I have to keep kind of reminding that because I think people are like, that's incredible. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that when someone says I was on a base on Mars, that's, that is a tough one for me to swallow. But then again, who am I to say what it is? Who am I to say? I mean, I don't know what it is. For all I know, maybe it never happened. Maybe they're drug-induced as well when they were doing uh, the, uh, uh, their time with the government. I don't know. I'm not qualified to say. But the thing is, is that there is a lot of stuff that we are not told, we don't know. And I know this has become a very conspiratorial sort of program tonight and it truly was not meant to be. But when you do think about it, it's like, well, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. End of. End of story. As simple as that. So, uh, you know, and, and Julianne says that they kept aliens secret for over 70 years. And how many times was it close to being uh, opened up and letting people take part in it? Um, and, and learn about it. Even in the 70s, that kind of led to the film Close Encounters of the Third Kind, that there was a documentary. I always forget the name of it, narrated by Rod Serling. And the, and the documentary is like the only documentary ever made about aliens that they went in and they were able to shoot inside the Pentagon because it had government... Uh, government assistance in it. And the original plan was that they were going to get something like 600 feet of film footage of, of a, a U.S. Army officer meeting up with a gray, like at Wright Air Force Base or somewhere like that. I probably got some of these uh, details technically wrong because I'm going off the top of my head on this. And at the last minute, that footage is pulled. But that was the whole point of the documentary, that this was going to be the, hey, we're ready now to say that there, there is something bigger than what we were letting on, that we, we know what's been going on. <clears throat> That's what is pretty incredible. Um, if you can, if you can uh, track down that documentary that I don't have the name for, uh, I'm, I'm super helpful, aren't I? Uh, that <laughs> it's really well worth a watch. It really is well worth a watch. It is. Um, it's it's kind of dry. Have you ever seen In Search of? This is with Leonard Nimoy. This is kind of a precursor to In Search of because it is. Um, it, it is. Uh, that sort of like uh, way of uh, of talking about uh, about the subject, you know, kind of dry, kind of you know, the the shots for the film are mysteriously lit and all that stuff. But they, these are worth your time to take a look at, and uh, we just want to be able to um, you know get as much information out there as possible. You know, here's the thing, folks, not to freak you out. Who's to say, like in the studio with me right now, that there isn't somebody? Or in your home? That's uh, something that you could take to bed with you tonight. That's going to be a lights-on night for me, that's for sure. Uh, but, I mean, the, you know, this is stuff that 
we, we need to have a conversation about on all levels. And when I mean levels, not mean I don't even mean government levels or anything. I mean on all levels of belief, whether we believe in it or somewhat believe in it. We don't have all the information, so we can't. Some of you won't you know, commit to believing fully, but you're open to knowing more. On all levels, we need to have conversations, open conversations, open dialogue. That is why this show exists. There are people I want to bring on that are going to share their stories. And it's not easy, folks. It is not easy. If you go back into my archives, uh, Christmas time, uh, I think it was last year, you know, 2022 to 2023, uh, Matt, Matt Neen, he was, uh, he shared his story to me many, many, many years ago. And that's a replay of that, uh, interview from like 2015. And he actually was on a ship and this guy is a genius and he was able to actually build a model, the propulsion unit. I wanted him back on the show. He's dead. He, he died of COVID, apparently, in 2021. And I, I, I'm sorry, I have to say apparently. I don't often buy into the conspiracy theory stuff like that. But with him, I kind of do. My dear friends, I hope you found this an interesting program tonight. It certainly veered in areas I didn't expect it to. We're going to be back tomorrow night. We have Lynn Monet. We're talking about her book, Omnipresent. Another creepy night ahead for us tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for having an open mind. Let's do this again tomorrow. Please share out my show. I'd love to get more people listening. Everyone have a good night. Take care.